Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. My name is Akene. My podcast is dedicated to personal development and positivity. I will use affirmations and in some episodes also life stories to help us all continue to evolve and live our best life. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. And today I want to talk to you guys about seven mistakes you're making that are just killing your GPA. So for my first mistake, I would say it's comparing yourself to other students. And I know it can be easy, um, you know, in this day and age where the professors make known the average of every exam and, and all of that stuff. But for me personally, I've never paid much attention or I shouldn't say I never, I stopped paying attention to averages just because it gets so easy to compare yourself to the rest of the class. Whereas even nowadays with me, whenever the teachers kind of mention the average or if it's in an email, I kind of just gloss over it. Uh, I try not to pay too much attention to it because for me personally, I prefer to compare each exam with my previous exams. So if I did better or worse than I did on a previous exam, I'll look at why that may be the case instead of looking at, you know, if I did better on one exam than the previous exam, but I was still slightly below the average, instead of getting frustrated that I'm below the average, I feel a lot more optimistic knowing that I did better than I did on the last exam. And so instead, I would try to capitalize on that momentum to keep moving forward instead of getting myself down and thinking that I'm not as good as all of my peers. And so for the second tip, I would say, or the second thing, I would say it's letting your emotions get in the way. And so by this, what I mean is we've all had professors or teachers that we didn't like or, you know, class structures or layouts that we didn't like. And it's okay to not like a certain class or not like a certain professor but you also have to understand that it's all temporary. And just because you have negative feelings towards a class or a professor, that shouldn't negatively impact your performance in the class because you have to understand that your emotions towards that class or towards that teacher, they're all temporary. Once you're done with that class, chances are you'll forget all about how you felt towards that professor or towards that class in general. But the thing you won't forget or you may not necessarily forget is how you did in that class. So it'd be much better to put kind of try and, you know, put those feelings to the side just so that way you can still try and maximize your overall performance in the class, despite how good or bad your professors, you know, may or may not be. And that way, regardless of how the class turns out, you're at least going to feel much better knowing that. You did all you could in the class, regardless of whether the professor liked you or didn't like you. Um, 
because I know for personal experience, I've definitely allowed my feelings towards professors or classes to impact my performance. And what I always remember down the road is it's not always necessarily the fact that I didn't do the best in that class. It's the fact that I allowed my feelings towards the professor to make me not not do as well as I could have done otherwise. Um, and so that's my uh, my second mistake. And for my third mistake, I would say procrastinating for sure, just because it gets very easy to, especially once you get to college or you're in even even in grad school, because because it's not like high school where there's all the structure and the rigor of having X amount of being in class for X amount of hours, Monday through Friday, certain you know days you might only have one class, you might have no classes at all. And so it's even easier there than in high school to just not do anything at all and to put, postpone all your work to the weekend. And then of course, by the time you get to the weekend, you wanna relax and you wanna hang out. And so you end up leaving everything for Sunday night. And so it's just not a recipe for success because at the end of the day, now you're going to end up being more stressed out on Sunday. And especially as you get to college and grad school, you might be in classes that require a lot more effort and a lot more studying in advance. And so with classes like that, just studying Sunday night for a couple hours isn't going to make up for a whole week's worth of studying that you could have done. So instead of studying for four hours on a Sunday night, studying for maybe 45 minutes each day throughout the week would have uh, would have been a lot more beneficial. And so another uh, mistake I would say would be taking setbacks personal. And I know for me personally, we've all had classes or exams that we just didn't, that we didn't do very well on. And, you know, it, it, it's totally natural to look back on those exams and get frustrated knowing that, you know, you could have done so much better. And maybe, for example, you procrastinated on preparing for an exam. And because of that, you didn't do anywhere near as well as you would have hoped. And instead of taking this personal, I found it a lot more helpful to kind of take a step back and evaluate things and say, okay, this is what I, I didn't do too well, but this is what I did well. And, you know, if I had the intention of doing well, okay. I had that energy, but where was that energy going? Was I spending too much time thinking about studying and not actually studying? Or did I just not plan my time out properly to the point where I could put enough time into preparing for this exam? And sometimes it happens too, where maybe you just had a really busy week and you had a lot going on, whether it's in your personal life or with school. And so with that, sometimes you also have to understand that's part of the territory with school. You're gonna have some exams that are great and you, you study and you plan your time out really well for it and other exams that, you know, just aren't going to go the way that you would have liked. And so the key for me is to always take a step back and evaluate and say, okay, what, what can I do better moving forward? Instead of dwelling on the past exam and thinking, man, this didn't go as well as I would have liked, it's more so about saying, okay, this exam didn't go the way I would have wanted it to. What can I do moving forward? to make sure that on the next exam, I do better. And on the next exam, I do better. And um, so another tip, uh, another mistake I also have, um, one thing I started doing was I stopped looking at myself in terms of my grades. So when I'm, for example, when I'm studying for a certain test or a certain class, instead of focusing on, 
okay, I want to get an A on this exam or I want to get a B on this exam. I, I focus more so on just studying. So I approach studying with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to do the best I can to prepare for this exam. And I know that if I approach it with that mindset, the grades will come. And so for me, I think it's also been better that way because if I end up getting a low B or a C on an, on an exam, I can take a step back and say, okay, did I study the way that I would have liked? Did I, was I distracted maybe as I was getting ready for this exam? Um, and if, if I didn't study as hard, what can I do next time to make sure that I study harder so in, or study better? So instead of thinking of, okay, I need to get a better grade, I'll think about it from the standpoint of, okay, I need to, I need to study, um, I need to study better for the next exam. And by having that mindset of studying better for upcoming exams or figuring out the way that I study and kind of sticking to that, I know that the better grades will come. Um, and so another mistake I have is also just getting validation from grades. So I've kind of touched on this before, but it gets really easy to start to, to start to get very, I guess, overly confident or arrogant. If you've always gotten straight A's in school or if you've always done super well, and it's, it's very easy to think of yourself as smart because that's what your grades tell you. But the problem is relying on grades to determine whether you feel like you're, you're dumb or you're smart or anything like that is, for example, if you've always gotten straight A's, you might start grad school or college, for example, and all of a sudden you get a C on an exam or a B or whatever in a class. And now all of a sudden your confidence is just, or your arrogance and everything is just shot. And so now you're just deflated and now you're just thinking, okay, how come, you know, I, I went from doing so well to not, you know, doing well at all. And now all of a sudden you're going to start to look down on yourself and think, okay, maybe I, I just can't do this, or maybe it's something wrong with me. Whereas, um, for example, even if you, you're not doing so well in school, it gets very easy to start thinking, I'm not smart at all, I'm not intelligent, because my grades, my, my grades don't show me that I'm intelligent or that I'm smart. Um, and so, yeah, it gets, it gets very easy to start to judge yourself for better or for worse based on your grades. And I've personally always related school to even dating, for example. You could be dating someone that, you know, you're really attracted to. And if you don't have that, that self-worth, that confidence within yourself, if you, you two happen to break up or something goes wrong or whatever, now all of a sudden you're going to think you're not worth anyone's time or you're not worth it or anything. But if you have that internal self-worth and that internal confidence, even if things end up going wrong, you can take a step back and go, okay, yeah, this went wrong. Maybe this wasn't the person for me, or maybe the time isn't right or whatever, but you won't, you won't take it as personal to the sense where you start thinking maybe you're not worth it or you're not worth anyone's time if you approach it from that mindset. And that's why for school, once I started to realize that, I started to understand that my grades don't define me. So even if I do poorly in a class, that doesn't mean that I'm dumb. That doesn't mean that I can't, that school isn't for me. It just means that I need to make adjustments because also when it comes to school, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. 
So for example, one person might be really good at math, but they're not as strong in science and English. And for another person, it might be the, it might be the other way around. And so it's really all about trying to figure out, okay, this class is definitely one of my weaker points. So I'm going to need to spend more time on this class to make sure that I do well enough in it. And if it truly is a weak, a weak spot of mine, I need to figure out how to study for this class so that I can at least maximize my potential and at least do as well as I, I can. Because sometimes the situation or the problem also is it may not be that you're, you're not smart or you're not good at a class. Sometimes the problem is you're just not studying for that class the right way. And so by making adjustments and tailoring your studying to each class, that also will put you in the best position to, uh, to succeed. And the same thing even in dating. Like you might, you might be a good looking person, but maybe you have some, some flaws. Like for example, maybe you might be a good looking person, but because you have trust issues and things like that, it's led to you having bad outcomes in your relationships. And so taking a step back and evaluating and understanding these things will only put you in a better position moving forward. And another mistake that, and these are all mistakes that I made as well. So these aren't things that I'm saying, you know, oh, everyone else is making these. These are all things that I've kind of gathered, things that I've learned over time as I've been in school and I've taken classes and everything. And another mistake that I used to make all the time is just failing to see the bigger picture. And I know for me, um, it, it would get really easy, whether it was in high school or undergrad, you know, you're taking classes sometimes where you just don't fully understand why exactly you're taking this class. So for example, for me in my undergrad, I was a pre-dental student and I would be taking classes like intro to Shakespeare to qualify or to get my, you know, English requirement, or I'd be taking, um, I'd be taking just other classes, like whether it's biology or organic chemistry, where you're, you're taking these classes and you just, you don't understand why, because obviously being a dentist, it's like, you don't, you don't necessarily need, you know, to remember all this stuff about organic chemistry or, or intro to Shakespeare or anything like that. And if you're not looking at the bigger picture, it, you know, one person, one would get frustrated because they're, they're just taking these classes and they don't understand why. But once I started to take a step back and just understand that, you know what, yeah, these classes, they're not my favorite classes, but I need these classes to get to where I need to go. And um, once I started to look at it like that, of course, it's still not fun. Of course, I still don't like taking these classes. And one thing for me is even in my first year of dental school, it was a lot more of the same. I just always thought, you know, once I get into dental school, it'll be a lot more classes about teeth and a lot more hands-on stuff. But the first semester in the first year, it's, it's a lot of just science classes still. And it was, it was tough for a while because I was starting to get frustrated because I'm like, well, what do I, I don't need these classes. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need to take these things. But at the same time, I also had to understand that, you know what, when we take our board exam in a few years, that's when I'm going to need this knowledge. That's when I'm going to need to look back on these notes and, and reference these things. Um, so, of course, seeing the bigger picture is, is just super important for, 
for making sure that you're you're staying engaged and you're still working as hard as you can um, in a given class. And another tip I have is or another mistake is this also goes along with the validation, but I would say it's letting wins go to your head and losses go to your heart. And so what I mean by this is it gets, you know, it, I feel like it's just too common to do well on an exam and to let your confidence go up and, you know, your, and to start thinking, oh, I'm a genius, I'm super smart. But then, you know, on the other side of things, it gets really easy to have a poor exam. And then to start thinking, oh, you know, I'm not capable of doing this. You know, this really isn't my best class. I don't know if I can do it and all of those things. But it, it'll only help you in the long run to just understand it's part of the game. And um, and Gary Vee put it best when he said he said um, not to pay too much attention to the cheers, but also not to pay too much attention to the booze either. Um, it's really just important to just know who you are because that'll just help you stay more level-headed. And of course, it's there's nothing wrong with doing well on an exam and feeling good about it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But the problem comes when you do well on an exam and you start to almost start to feel arrogant towards a class. That's where the problems arise. Um, and so, yeah, I would just say if you do well on an exam, there's nothing wrong with, you know, feeling good about it and celebrating it or when people are cheering for you and everything, but always understand there's that balance. So you can feel good when you do well, but at the same time, don't get too down on yourself if you do poorly on an exam. Just understand it's all part of the game. And especially in dental school where you're taking so many classes, you're going to have some classes that you do really well in and other classes that start off as a real struggle. And it's all just about kind of riding the wave and understanding you know, what you need to do to make sure that you're just doing as well as you can. Um, all right, you guys, so I'm, I'm going to wrap up this podcast episode here. I hope you guys found the, all of these tips super helpful. Um, and so just to give you guys a quick recap, the mistakes that I would make um, were comparing, comparing myself to other students, letting my emotions get in the way, procrastinating, taking setbacks personal, getting validation from grades, failing to see the big picture, and letting wins go to my head and losses go to my heart. All right, you guys. So I hope you guys found these tips super helpful, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.